So this week, Jenny and I are talking about emotional intimacy. And for me, there was a big shift that happened about a month ago. And that was after my husband and I went to a, an all-inclusive resort in Mexico. There was a lot of, uh, well, it was a lot of pool, a lot of alcohol, a lot of, um, you know, meeting people. And for me, it was a lot of memories of high school where I was popular with the boys and not with the girls. And it was interesting to be, be back there again. And um, now as an adult, feeling all those same things, dealing with these girls who were so mad at me um, just because of of the way I looked or, um, you know, the jealousy and then dealing with the men that, you know, the opposite was, um, very emotionally draining. Um, when we got home, I told my husband, I am ready for a new relationship with him. I needed our relationship to change because I guess that was like the, a death for me or, you know, a revisitation of that, that showed me it was time, definitely time to change. And so I told him that we needed, I wanted his compliments to me to not be physical. I wanted him to tell me why he loves me emotionally tell me why he loves me mentally, tell me what he loves about me, um, just anything that wasn't physical, because I was just so done with anything physical at, at that point. Um, and it, it was hard for me to define to him what I meant, because I know he doesn't understand, and I know that it's hard for me to define what, because I've never had it. I never had a relationship where I felt like just that I'm loved just because I'm who I am. Mm -hmm. So to ask for something that I don't, I've never had before and for him to show love in a way that he hasn't before, I, I wouldn't say it's like been difficult. You know, it's not like we're, we're fighting about it or our relationship is hurting because of it but it's definitely a challenge to change things and it's it will be for the better but I think our goal is what we're talking about today which is emotional intimacy um and so you know obviously I just felt like it was time and and I think there might be a point where a lot of people are just feel like it's time or maybe that's all they want or maybe that's mm -hmm. you know from the beginning that's what they need mm -hmm. um so tell me your thoughts on on emotional intimacy Jenny and what that looks like for you well I think first of all a lot of people don't even realize that that is an aspect in a relationship that can really bring about um, a high outcome in a relationship if you have a very positive emotional intimacy. 
And a lot of couples don't even have emotional intimacy. So let me describe to you what I believe emotional intimacy is. It is having an emotional, emotional relationship where you both feel safe and supported to have, express, and allow emotions to be had in that relationship. For example, often as little kids, we're shamed to have emotion. When you're angry, when you're upset, when you're crying, um, I remember telling my kids, go to your room until you stop crying, you, you know, or fathers telling their sons, boys don't cry. And it teaches our kids that uh, crying or having strong emotion is not approved of, is not okay. And we're now stepping into a day and age where all of us is to be loved and all of us is to be approved of. And that means our emotional bodies, our emotional selves also. So just as you have a physical relationship with someone, you should, on if you're having a relationship to the core, have an emotional relationship, a mental relationship, and a spiritual relationship with them because you have all of those types of bodies within you. Um, a lot of men or women don't know how to handle or how to heal or how to help someone who has a lot of emotion or is going through an emotional experience. But what it looks like to me when someone is expressing a lot of emotion is to become like a container, a clear container, and they can come in and you can pour water in and you just hold a space for them to be. It's a space where their emotion gets to be expressed and they can cry, they can scream, they can laugh and they can express whatever they need to express. And when they leave, you don't take it. You don't keep the water, you dump it out or it's dumped out as you go. You're not responsible for it. You don't have to heal it, but you do have a safe place for them to feel emotion and to have emotion. And when you are disconnected from your emotional self, it's hard to feel love, deep love, compassion, and joy if you're not even allowing yourself to feel in front of that person the other emotions, um, whether it's sorrow or um, frustration, etc. So an exercise that I think is valuable is if you are working together as a couple to have to take turns where one is symbolic of a couch or a big armchair and the other one gets to come and sit in its lap and you could literally have them sit in your lap if you want to <laughs> but where you where they just get to drop into that emotional self and get to feel and express how they're feeling in whatever way they want to express it and if they're going through a difficult time let them express what they're feeling and if they cry if they yell whatever you hold that beautiful space for them and it just, it ends up being usually resolved within themselves. They just need to have um, a place where they can feel safe with you having emotion. And then from that point, you can begin to connect on more of an emotional level. Uh, once you feel that it's safe to have an emotion, you don't have to heal each other's emotion you're not responsible for the other person's emotion, but you can hold a space of love. You can even, you know, what it looks like if you are the person holding the space of love is you're looking at them eye to eye. You're nodding with them. 
you're, you're not just on your phone as they're talking to you, or you're not reading the newspaper, or you're not thinking about something else. You're 100% engaged and listening and connecting and saying, uh-huh, and I understand, and, you know, little probing questions so they keep going and maybe even dig deeper and deeper until they reach the core of what this is, what this emotion really is. And usually if you can do that and ask little probing questions such as, well, how that made you feel or what does that remind you of, etc., will take them on a journey and you know you've reached the core because often they'll reach an aha moment or a crying moment or a, a moment where there's a lot of release and you know you reach the root of it. So you can hold that space for each other and have that kind of relationship with each other um, about life, about your kids, about your past, about your hopes and dreams, and even about each other. But it's a journey in and of itself to, you know, having a physical relationship with someone is, is only so deep, but there comes a certain point in time where you're longing for most people in, that want a long lasting, beautiful relationship to the core, where that relationship has to go deeper than just the physical. And, you know, it can be very confusing where in the past, if you felt upset and the, the spouse's role was simply to give you a hug or offer some kind of physical intimacy as a solution, where you're now asking for something deeper. And so it's a, it's a transition time of what, um, how, how does that look? How does that feel? And just exploring that is very going to be very unique to each couple. I, as you're saying all this, I feel like the relationships that I've been in, starting this would be very difficult when you already have maybe made that person not feel safe for so long, mm -hmm. if you've already done a lot of damage and mm -hmm. maybe they've done the same to you. Because mm -hmm. I think most relationships, you're, you're very honest with your spouse usually or partner and you can say things or you, you can't, but you do say things that you shouldn't say to mm -hmm. anyone really. Well, that's um, unique. You might have that experience with the complete opposite where you say absolutely nothing. And then there's that, yes. Because so you don't feel safe. Now, yes, but I think a lot of relationships don't feel safe. Mm -hmm. So when you say to someone, okay, today is the day where you can all, you know, all mm -hmm. of a sudden start mm -hmm. to feel safe. Mm -hmm. Tell me everything you're feeling. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's just not going to happen I overnight. Agree. I agree. So um, I'm wondering what are some things maybe we can do I, to, you know, to begin that. I mean, I think it, for myself, I, I wouldn't, you know, I don't even know if I feel safe talking about anything mm -hmm. um, with, with my spouse. Mm -hmm. Um, and like you said, you know, saying nothing, I, f I feel like that's kind of where I'm at with my spouse. So yeah. if he came to me and said, okay, you can tell me anything mm -hmm. now, I'd, mm -hmm. you know, be thinking, okay, what's going on? What, mm -hmm. why are you all of a sudden, or what are you going to do with this information somehow? Mm -hmm. Are you going to use it against or, me mm -hmm. in the future? Cause that's what you've done yeah. before. So remember we're, we, we've mm -hmm. got to. I'm just, I'm thinking of letting go of our old stories. Right. Again, That's true. Letting go of all the old patterns means you've got to let go of the stories of how it used to be and um, 
how it used to feel when you were neglected or manipulated or etc. when you did share emotion in the past. Um, you know, I'm thinking of perhaps this idea of instead of taking them to imagine your emotional self as a beautiful, intricate rose garden with mazes and trees and flowers and fountains and plopping them in it and saying, look at all this amazing stuff. I have this and I have this and I have this. <laughs> like they would get so overwhelmed because they've never even been mm-hmm. in the garden. Yes. What about if you pick one flower out of the garden and give it to them and say, well, let me tell you about this today. And it's just one story and it's one piece out of your garden. And you might be surprised that over a week or over a month, they've got a bouquet growing. And over a few months, they've got, you know, enough that a new garden can start be created between the two of you. It's not like, maybe it's not like you pull him in your garden and you pull him in your garden. Maybe you start to create a new garden together. And he brings one flower story, then you bring a flower story, and you plant these seeds together, and you watch them grow. Um, I'm not, I don't know for sure how this looks, because I'm like you, where I have felt in my own relationship with my spouse that it wasn't safe to be me, to to have my emotional experiences. And um, so I'm in that journey too. And it's funny because I'll think something and my husband will say, what did you just think? And I'm laughing and I don't feel like I could share with him. And he literally (laughs) said, aren't we at the place now that we can share anything? So I shared with them what was going through my head and my old stories kind of came true where I felt like he just had nothing to say and rolled his rolled eyes, his eyes yeah. right? <laughs> yep. And so now I get to come back when that happens again and say, I'm happy to share this with you, but I want you to rejoice with me and, and you know, a different response is what's needed. So maybe a conversation needs to happen like that for me to be willing to try again, you know? Uh-huh. But I just had a thought too, something that that might kind of throw them off a little bit instead of opening yourself up maybe open them up vulnerable you know mm. their vulnerability up mm. talk about why you love them talk about what you love about them mm. and kind of say like i recognize this amazing quality in you mm-hmm. so and that's kind of letting them I see you I see inside you mm-hmm. and I love it yeah instead of yeah. saying like here's me what do you think of that right you say I see you oh that's beautiful and I love it and I love it there's no judgment yes. it's unconditional love. and maybe notice the little things that you would have criticized before or you might have rolled your eyes at before mm-hmm. and just say Something like you just get this cutest little, you know, glint in your eye when you say that, you know, mm-hmm. something like that, mm-hmm. where you're you're seeing that they're exposed and loving it. Yeah. And I'm thinking maybe that would help I them love it. to be, yeah, I can open up a little bit. Yeah. And then maybe you can do the same. They'll let you do the same when they see that. That's perfect. It's perfect. Very good. All right. Well, with this week's podcast, I'm hoping that you've got a few ideas stirring within you about how you want to develop emotional intimacy with your spouse or with a loved one. If you feel like you are detached yourself from your own emotions, perhaps it's time for you to do some meditative work, 
knowing we're going back to find those little parts of you, maybe as a child that was shamed for having emotion. I, I want to share one story. I remember in elementary school, school, I was in math class and I didn't understand long division. And it was so frustrating that I began to cry. And here I was in a fifth grader crying. And I was so humiliated that I would cry about math that I stuck my head inside my desk and my head got stuck. <laughs> my head got stuck. And so I cried harder and I began to cry. And I was actually okay with it because in my mind, it was okay to cry if your head was stuck. But it's not because it was a physical thing. But it wasn't okay to cry if you were frustrated or overwhelmed or you know, something along those lines. And Thank God my head is stuck right now. <laughs> and so finding that little girl of mine, that fifth grader, and just holding her and saying, I know math is hard. You cry as much as you want to cry. And it's okay to be frustrated. And just right now I'm getting emotional thinking mm-hmm. about it because I didn't let that part of me be seen. And I buried that part of my head that it was okay to cry if you had physical pain, but it's not okay to cry if you have emotional pain. And um, that's changing. That is definitely changing. So find these little parts of you. Go back and love them and bring them forward to today energetically in your mind and in your heart and just say you get to be here and you get to have whatever emotion you want to have. And I will hold that space for you. I will be that container for you. And you get to be loved. So that's your exercise for today. And May you find emotional intimacy to the core. Have a beautiful day. Thank you.